when these moments of like, oh, anxiety comes up or anger comes up and I don't know how to navigate it, I always like to remind people, this is just another portal to get closer to yourself, to understand why you're feeling this way. What is it here to show you? What is it here to teach you? When we turn our gaze inward, when we start to slow down and start to notice the subtleties in our body, that's when we start to experience the magic of being alive. Welcome to Openly Spoken, the podcast to help you show up, speak out, and be seen. I'm your host, Celia Antonio, women's empowerment mentor, mindfulness expert, and quantum self-love coach. Every week, you'll hear real and unfiltered stories from me and my guests covering topics around spirituality, self-expression, womanhood, healing, love, relationships, and more. My intention with this podcast is to help sensitive, spiritual, ambitious women fully step into their potential so that you can live a life you love with every cell and every fiber of your being. And I get that it's not easy to fit into a box. So I bring in a variety of topics to feed your multifaceted self. You can find me over on Instagram at selfexpressbabe and info on where to find my guests are always going to be in the show notes below. I am so grateful that you're here and I invite you to now set an intention, sit back, relax, and receive what is coming through to you on your headphones right now. Take what resonates, leave out what doesn't, and give yourself time to reflect. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's dive in. Hello and welcome to Openly Spoken. I am so excited for this new season. This is our first interview episode of the season. And today we are going to be talking about inner intimacy through sound. And I am sitting and chatting with my friend, Sabrina Patricia. Sabrina is a self-leadership coach and mindfulness expert, and everything about her work is an invitation to soften and guide you back into remembrance of your innate worth and wholeness. And it's a full body initiation into self-love leadership. So she combines sound baths and sound healing with her coaching, which I think is so amazing. Sounds so delicious. And in this conversation, we talk about how we've shifted life into a state of more feeling instead of living from shoulders up. We talk about feminine embodiment, self-leadership, self-love, going within. I love this episode because as I was editing it and listening back, I just got this remembrance once again of how important it is for us all to create an intimate relationship with ourselves. We need that inner connection. And that is the basis of where all our other connections are going to form from. So before I say any anything else, let's get right into it. And thank you for being here. Thank you so much for being here today, Sabrina. 
Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm excited to have you here. Let's start with giving an introduction on who you are and how you got to be to the point where you are today. Maybe like a pivotal moment in your life journey that led to the work that you do now. Okay. Well, um, so yes. Um, so my name is Sabrina and I work as a self-leadership coach, um, and really invite people to come back home to themselves, to turn the gaze inward, to slow down and step back into what I refer to remembrance remembrance of our innate wholeness and inherent worth Mm. and um i do that through coaching embodiment practices and i do also integrate a lot of the work from um, my experience with yoga meditation and working with sound so that's that's kind of the modalities that i that i integrate and um how did I, how did I come to this work? Really? It's the story of my life. How can I, how can I make it short and sweet? It's really, it wasn't a plan. Um, but for so many years, I've been on my own journey of coming back to that place of remembrance. And I've learned so many great tools and skills along the way, got to work with so many amazing people. And I'm now at a point that for so long, I didn't think was possible for me. Um, Mm. I was never aiming for for self-love or or happiness because i i genuinely felt that this was not here for me i was Mm. just like i just wanted to be okay with myself i just wanted to be neutral i just didn't want to have these destructive thoughts and feelings towards myself um and step by step i got there and now looking back i'm like wow this is really happening and i genuinely (laughs) believe if i can do it anybody can do it and um i think i got a bit of a gentle push well didn't feel so gentle on that moment when i relocated to berlin about two years ago for a new job in a global tech company and i thought this was going to be it and i was very excited and the job turned out well it, it wasn't what i was looking for and it didn't make me happy so many things came up and then on the other side the kind of the coaching kind of like naturally came to me and um i had these two extreme a job that felt so depleting and the coaching the job with with people that energized me and made me come alive in so many ways mm-hmm. that it was very hard to ignore that and be like i gotta go in i gotta go all in on this on myself on something that excites me so deeply and fulfills me on so many levels. So I quit my job last year and I'm now all in on myself, on my dream, on, on my clients. So yeah, here I am. That's amazing. (laughs) And when you, when you first quit the job, was there, were there any like immediate kind of like moments of doubt or hurdles or things that you had to work through because I know that it's it's up and down you know we get the inspiration we get that motivation we put ourselves out there Mm -hmm. and things come out along the way especially when we're on the topic of talking about how you found all these different healing modalities like I feel like 
entrepreneurship really like triggers what we haven't healed yet. hundred <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent. Uh, the greatest teacher entrepreneurship mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely um but yes there were it was it, re- it really was a roller coaster ride and when i started with coaching i had this you know careful like i was very cautious and i was like maybe i can eventually go down to four days a week and have one full day of coaching because i was like juggling everything at the same time um and everybody around me was very supportive of that yeah that's great and then i came up with this idea of like no, I'm going to quit. I'm going to do this full time. And of course I had moments of doubt. I'm like, am I really good enough? Can, can I really make this happen? And then obviously all around me was just like, everybody's a coach all of a sudden, mm. everybody's doing that work. And that's all I saw. And then I was like, and they're so much better than me. And I was kind of like using all the tools and all the healing modalities that I had to work through that on my own. And then it was like my family and friends, like pouring their doubt and, and their insecurities on me. I'm like, oh, damn it. Yeah. Kind of like, I kind of barely make it happen to kind of like work through my own stuff. Um, I can't handle yours as well. Like I, I can't. Um, so there was so many moments of, of doubt, of insecurity. Can I really do this? Um, but the actual decision of quitting the job felt so good because it was so obvious in my body that that job was not for me um and i i knew that i had i had moments of like remembrance before where i knew okay this is not really what i want this is not really what lights me up um but i kind of like tried to oh if i do this on the side if i you know share yoga meditation on the side and have you know my my work with with the gongs and the crystal balls on the side then maybe that's for the heart and and that must be enough right Mm. um and and it wasn't and that job really turned everything around i I felt miserable most of the time i i really felt miserable so that was an easy call it's now much more that i'm like um a couple months in on like full-time coaching that I must, I must continuously navigate my inner critic and the ups and downs of like, is this really what I want? And then you don't get the results that you want, but can you come back to trust? And can you remember why, why you're here in the first place? And that is something that I so appreciate about other women being in the same field. It's like, can we have honest conversations? Um, because a lot of what we see on social media is not is not reality, right? Yeah. Um, and especially when you tap into, you know, feminine embodiment. And it's the same thing. The feminine is also not just like soft and gentle and loving and sensual and and beautiful. It's also raw and wild and messy and chaotic and very dark sometimes. And um that's that's the same thing with entrepreneurship i feel Mm. both sides get to be here and like you said in the beginning it is such a great teacher it brings up everything Mm -hmm. that is still kind of like lingering somewhere there in the subconscious that is still not like fully healed that is still wanting to be felt wanting to be seen like if you if you follow your dream if you follow your desire if you go all in on yourself it will show up 100 Mm -hmm. percent 
Mm-hmm. So you mentioned a few things. You, you mentioned um, that when you quit your job, it felt right in your body. And then you were talking about the feminine, how it has like this dark and light side and the feminine embodiment. So bringing those two things together of like feeling the decision moving forward in your body and also being connected to like both energies that lie within the feminine energy current in our body, if that even makes sense, the way I worded that, how, how did you, how did, how did you connect with that? And how do you make sure to stay connected with that? How do you like guide others to, to do that? Mm, Yeah. I love that question. Um, because it wasn't an easy journey for me because I, I'm very much, I used to live life shoulders upwards, right? Mm. Very like from the hat. And this makes sense. Always worried about how it looks, how it's being perceived, what other people might think, putting what feels right to me in the very back mm. and saying that most of the time I didn't even know what I felt. I, I just, I was just so stuck in my head. So that was really the first point. And that's where I'm so grateful for, you know, the moments where I felt overwhelmed by my darkness, overwhelmed by fear, by insecurity, because essentially what that did was pulling me into my body to feel. Mm. It was really asking me to get out of my head and give myself the chance to feel to look at what was there and to be present with feeling lonely feeling rejected feeling like i didn't belong feeling like i didn't even know what i was doing and it needed the intensity of the darkness of the shadow to really get my intent attention Mm -hmm. um and of course that's easier said now looking back right in that (laughs) moment it felt like a lot (laughs) yeah um but it was really that pulling me back out of my head and into my body to be like oh this is this is this is there this is so here this is so real this is so alive and that's that's really what what i'm all about being with that discomfort being with all that arises and not just saying like oh i want the i want the good good stuff i want the happiness i want the bliss i want the joy yes we want all of that Mm -hmm. um but if we have learned to numb ourselves and just disregard so much of 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 our shadow of our darkness we're also numbing ourselves to the joy to the bliss to the happiness and really there is a gateway to like through the darkness to move to the light if you want to if you want to say it like that right mm-hmm. um and in the end it's it's about what i refer to as self leadership learning that we are indeed able to hold ourselves even in the midst of the storm and even in the midst of the chaos even in the midst of the darkness because that is something that I felt for so long that a lot of my clients experience like, can I even go there? What if I do go there? Am I going to be able to get back out on the other side? Um, 
what if the the sadness doesn't go away what if it doesn't stop what if it becomes too much what if i can't handle it what if i can't hold myself mm-hmm. and that's 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 really what i refer to as self-leadership understanding that well i am indeed more than capable to hold myself in this darkness and that is really for me the key through slowing down stillness and inviting in different different central practices and what do i mean by that i i do work a lot with sound so Mm -hmm. that is definitely a great tool but music in general moving the body inviting the senses there feeling the body um embodiment is a big big part meeting your emotions in your body and learning how to express what is there learning how can i express maybe through my own sound through my breath through my movement how can i express my anger my frustration and also on the other side how can i express gratitude and joy and the feeling of celebration and complete awe for life and that is really what it means for me to come back into the feminine it really means to come back into my body and and feel mm-hmm. feel mm-hmm. all of it the whole spectrum mm-hmm. um yeah did that answer your question <laughs> <laughs> yes it did and so much of what you said is also very relatable and um you said just now, like, it's about coming into your body and feeling. And you mentioned earlier something about like, you didn't know at some points in your life, like how you were even feeling. Mm-hmm. And uh, if in case anyone listening, like resonates with that, something that really helped me was being told that even numbness is a feeling. Mm-hmm. And to like, tune into like, oh, I feel numb, like, I don't and like bringing awareness and holding space for that even. Yeah, because then then we don't make it wrong. You know, for me, for so long, I made it wrong that I didn't know how Mm -hmm. I was feeling. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. And also the part of like making ourselves feel wrong. Mm -hmm. Just noticing that was like, okay, even if we start judging ourselves, that is something going on there. That is mm-hmm. not just that is not just a thought, because if we judge ourselves, there is a feeling of mm, maybe I'm rejecting a part of myself here. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm disappointed by the fact that I'm not feeling anything, that I don't know what I'm feeling. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and just holding that neutral space for ourselves in that moment. And we're like, OK, this is this is what's happening. This is what's going on. Can I can I be with that? Mm-hmm. without making it mean anything necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just being present with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's something that um, I don't even know who, um, who who shared that with me, but something that was really profound for me was um, to remember that not, nothing in life has an inherent meaning, but in fact, mm-hmm. we are the ones giving it a meaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are the one making sense of everything. And if we try to understand that, it's like, what sense am I making of this right now? Mm -hmm. What is the meaning that I give to this and this experience? 
understanding mm-hmm. that it's really me giving meaning to something. It's not just there. It it's not this mean the meaning is not inherent to that experience, to that emotion, to that thought. It's something that I give to it. Mm-hmm. And that concept is like when I first heard that concept, to me it was very freeing of like, wow, nothing means anything, which means I get to make it mean whatever is most helpful for me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you get to like take responsibility back. (laughs) Yeah. It's so empowering, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's interesting too, is like, it could seem scary, like, oh, nothing has meaning, but I guess, I guess that concept can be understood more at this level of that it's you having personal power and you being able to make life mean what you want. Yeah. Yeah. But what comes to mind when you say that is also Abraham Hicks. um, And, you know, this idea that everything has such a big, profound meaning, if we give it that meaning, Mm. um, what, what if it doesn't mean anything? What if, what if joy, (laughs) what if joy is all that, that it is? What if me feeling good? is all that this is about. Um, And sometimes I need to remind myself and go back to, you know, words in a short clip of Abraham Hicks to be like, ah, it doesn't have to be so heavy. Nothing Mm. has to be so heavy. It can be light and playful as well, which is something that I sometimes really need to remind myself of having spent a lot of my time like moving through you know the dark feminine the wild the chaotic the messy the oh the dense the dense parts the dense work of it um sometimes it also gets to be light also gets to be playful um and now i'm very comfortable in the darkness and like being in the midst of it i I love it i love the depth of it Mm -hmm. um which is really for me it's like from, from working with my clients, like I, I love when they bring all of it um, and dare to take that first step towards it. Something that for years, maybe for their life, they have been kind of shying away from. Um, but it also gets to be light. It also gets to be playful. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure too, like this this journey of diving into what feels dark and heavy and like actually feeling it once you've gone through that cycle a few times instead of it being like oh no I'm feeling anxiety or depression it 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 turns into this thing of maybe almost excitement of oh I'm feeling these heavy emotions that means I'm about I'm gonna learn something once I go through this or I'm gonna be transformed or yeah. I'm going to go through some sort of metamorphosis because once you've done it a few times, you start to learn like this is not, there's nothing wrong with me. This isn't bad. This is just another opportunity to grow out of my comfort zone. Absolutely. I love that you say that um, because it really, what I noticed within myself, my clients is really that desire for I call it inner intimacy, you know, that strong connection and relationship that we have towards ourselves, like wanting to feel like we trust ourselves, we have our own back. Um, It's self-esteem, self-confidence, being grounded and anchored in what we believe in and our values, That, that whole spiel, that's what I call inner intimacy. And we crave that so much. 
And when these moments of like, oh, anxiety comes up or anger comes up and I don't know how to navigate it, when all of this arises, I always like to remind people that this is just another portal to get closer to yourself, to understand why you're feeling this way. What is it here to show you? What is it here to teach you? Mm-hmm. How can how can you see that as an invitation to grow that relationship, strengthen that relationship with yourself? How can you see that as an invitation to even greater intimacy? Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> I'm also uh, curious to ask you about, you said that you work with sound often and uh, I see behind you, you have your gongs. Yes. And I'm always very fascinated uh, to know, like, what do you think sound does at the very, like the smallest level you can get at the cellular level? What do you think sound does to the body? And why do you think it's so healing? Um, so, okay. Two very, like two separate, very interesting question questions. Um, so on a cellular level, how I often shared in when I host a sound bath, for example, is mm-hmm. and the, the, the frequencies of sound moving through your body and kind of like shaking every single cell in your body, kind of like bring it to a sense of vibration so that any, any tension, any sense of holding kind of is, is being released anything mm-hmm. that has been stored in your cell, any negativity, any thought, any, any pattern, it's kind of like vibrating and, and, and being like shaken. And as we then move into stillness after the experience of sound, our cells get to settle back into the neutral state, back into the place where they belong, back into a state of openness. Mm-hmm. No tension, no holding, no stress, just pure rest and relaxation. So mm-hmm. that's how I how I share in my how I share it in my sandbox sometimes um, what what I see happening um, and what I believe is so deeply healing about sound is the fact that we are being invited into the subtlety of our bodies. And what do I mean by that is really like there's so much going on in our lives and it's always like big news and flashy lights and this and this. It's always like big and out there. It's always about showing up in life fully and being big and being seen and taking up space. And it's always got to be big and bold, you know, and that's great. Take up all the space. Let yourself be. It's all great but it doesn't have to be the gigantic biggest thing ever. In fact, I believe when we turn our gaze inward, when we start to slow down and start to notice the subtleties in our body, that's when we start to experience the magic of being alive because so Mm -hmm. much is happening in the subtleties of our human experience. Mm -hmm. Noticing the subtlety when, oh, something in your energy just shifted. Why is that? Hmm. When you're in a relationship about your partner, something about them just changed. Can you sense that? Mm -hmm. Can you meet them where they're at? It's for me, that's, that's what sound teaches us without having to put in the work, Mm -hmm. but by simply slowing down and, and hitting pause for a moment, 
noticing all that is happening within our bodies 24 7 365 and giving ourselves a chance to really feel that again without having to do anything for it because it's just there because it's already there and we get to we get to notice all of that and work with that move with these subtleties that move through us all day long Mm -hmm. so then when you say that it helps you connect with this space of stillness and this kind of like inner truth without doing quote the work does this mean you don't combine sound bath with like other modalities like maybe journaling before or doing some sort of belief work before or maybe after I don't know which time is better (laughs) I do I do I I very much do um so usually I work with a little bit of, of 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 breath work before the sound sessions um to open that up um, sometimes, um, when there's a specific, specific theme, um, I guide clients, people into a visualization, um, mm. and let, you know, let the sounds be in the background, eventually drop for, for people in that visualization practice to drop really into the feeling and, and for them to, to bask in that feeling and then sounds take over. Um, so there is a few different things um, for me to to combine these practices with um, journaling absolutely the same. Um, sometimes um, I just did that recent uh, recently in a private session. Um, something called emotional stacking. It was really about you know unlocking a greater sense of self worth after having gone through a rough patch, especially with men that she experienced um, and. No, we, we, I got her through a practice of emotional stacking, recalling memories from the past where she felt deserving, where she felt worthy and creating that sense within her, letting her for the duration of the sound bath. And that was like 60 minutes of sound, letting her bask in that emotional state, in that frequency and let the sounds help activate that. There's a street sweeper outside of my window, so I was trying to keep myself on mute. <laughs> I'm just going to close my window. I love that ba- that basking in the that energy, whatever energy you want to create. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious if there's like anything that you use yourself or that you guide your clients to kind of like because that feeling after being in a sound bath it feels like your cells just took a shower or like took a nice bath and you're just like ah (laughs) especially if it's like a nice sunny day outside and you go outside and you're just like wow the world is beautiful but eventually that feeling kind of like wears off Mm -hmm. how do you stay connected with that as long as possible so definitely play with sound more often Mm. um that's what i do i mean obviously i share sound but i also have my own practice i practice daily oh my gosh i need some (laughs) gongs and bowls in my house (laughs) right (laughs) daily wow that sounds amazing (laughs) so i bring these practices into my day into my daily life intentionally 
Mm -hmm. um, but then also what we're doing again is opening ourselves up to the subtleties. So if you don't have the gongs, the crucibles, whatever in your home, or you don't have access to that, um, can you notice what sound does to you? Sound, sound is everywhere. Sound is stillness. Sound is cars, sound is birds, sound is the wind in the leaves. Mm -hmm. Sound is literally everywhere. And noticing that and how it affects you, mm. becoming aware of the subtleties that are being literally like awakened through sound. Um, so that is something that, you know, you can do throughout your day, even just if you have like five minutes to wait for some, for a friend when you meet up for coffee. Mm -hmm. Just noticing the sounds around you and how it affects you, how how it feeds into your experience, how it kind of like under undermines the experience that you that you're just having. Um, and I also like that's why I have I have a practice space for my clients with recordings of of my sound work, and they have access yeah. to that, and they, they they can listen to the recordings again and again. And sometimes I just listen to my own recordings, to be honest. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. I really need that. Um, <clears throat> so there's a few ways for me to tap back into that. Yoga Nidra is, for example, is another one for me where I can linger in that feeling. In the end, it's really, um, how can I create more moments like that for myself throughout the day mm -hmm. to return to that? Because yes, sound is like amplifying everything, but what sound really does is just open you up to notice the, the subtleties of that experience. And the practice is not about, oh my God, I must be in a sand bath 24 seven now to feel that. <laughs> but it's about training, it's about practicing that and noticing that and integrating that in, in your daily life. So if you have just two minutes when drinking a cup of tea, mm -hmm. notice, notice every, every little thing that is going on within you. And, and that level of awareness and, and openness, surrender to receive, that's what I feel is, is the key to like, oh, wow, I can, really, I can really let life move through me. I can really take life in. Because mm -hmm. often after sound bath, we're like, our, our heart is like blown wide open. Our mind is quiet and we're just like, oh, life. Oh, I can take <laughs> life in and it feels so delicious. Mm -hmm. And we want, we want more of that. We want to be open for life, right? We want to mm -hmm. be open to enjoy it and also create life in that way and, and show up in life the way that we want to show up. Mm -hmm. And I use sound as a very, very powerful tool to get there, to open ourselves up. But this opening up, taking life in is our choice. Mm -hmm. What was your first experience with sound like? Like maybe oh. your first sound bath? Um, so I had my first sound bath and then I had my first gong bath. Um, my mm. first sound bath was very, very long ago. It was, um, she was also a coach and hypnotherapist. And I was in a point of like, oh my God, therapy is not working for me anymore. It's been years and years and like, oh, I was so frustrated. And she kind of had a practice across the street. And I was like, I'm going to, gonna go and see what she what she's got right and she introduced me to sound and was like wow okay 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 that's new and it totally like changed things around for me and then I had my first gong bath 
which was I knew that sound affected me but after that one experience I didn't go back it was Mm -hmm. just this one pivotal moment for me and um, I think it was 2018 when I had my first gong bath and I was like out of this world I had already been practicing meditation and yoga for years I'd already been like 10 days in silence and felt like yes I I, I am comfortable with stillness and I got this and I had this great moments in meditation. Um, but then this gong bath, just like, it was, it was something else. It was just like, I no words to describe it. It was just beautiful. And I like, I really like went to gong bath after gong bath, like every day. And I was like, oh my God, this is just, it's touching something inside of me that is impossible to, to put into words. And it was really like two months later that I was like, okay, I got to learn how to play the gongs. I, I have to <laughs> learn. And I, I tried different workshops and this and this. And then eventually I think it was 2019 when I, when I did a first proper gong training and it was like, everything evolved around that, um, all of a sudden, because it was, it brought me into the most beautiful, delicious state. And I was like, that is that is just something beyond this world. And, and I've been craving that so much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's beautiful. And then um, do you think there's any difference between, like you mentioned that you do listen to sometimes recordings or you give your clients recordings. Do you think there's a difference between listening to a recording versus like being in the room with the instrument? Yeah, I think so. Um, so my recordings I do with the crystal balls, um, the gongs, I do not record the gongs. I only share life, um, really, because I've had, I've heard a few very good recordings with the gongs, but that was usually from people who had like a massive sound setup, like mm. studio basically. Mics like, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like next level. Um, for the gong to be, I think my, my, my really from my own experience, my, my opinion for the gongs to be perceived in, in a beautiful way through recording, you need such a high level setup, um, which I don't have. Um, so I share the, the crystal balls, which is much easier to record. Um, and yeah, I prefer in person. Mm-hmm. I do because you really get to you get to move, feel the the vibration move through your body mm-hmm. in a different level. Um, and that is, that is something very, very special. But the recordings are also allowing you to tap into that space. Mm. And for me, really, it's, it's about making it accessible and allowing people to have an experience and i think it's 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 really about um your openness to receive and if you go to a sound bath you know there's so much else that is involved so many other senses are being taken into consideration right usually you walk into a beautiful place the lighting the smells Mm -hmm. just the looks of it you know it 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 easily transports you into a different setting. So sometimes I also believe it's easier to drop in when you go to a sound Mm -hmm. bath Mm -hmm. 
versus you're at home, you gotta be like, okay, now I have this recording on my phone or on my laptop, put on my headphones, you know what I mean? Sometimes we don't make the effort and we're like, okay, I'm gonna set this place up really nicely. I'm gonna dim the lights and get mm -hmm. really cozy and comfy. Um, so that's also, I believe that's also a difference, um, but both is beautiful. And like I said, I work with both and yeah, I love, I love the gongs in person. I love it. And mm -hmm. um, in fact, even just two days ago, I, I hosted my first like big um, event again, two hours of sound. Um, oh, I have regular wow. in-person sound sessions, but there's like 60 minutes now, like just two days ago, I had like two hours of sound. Um, and that was like the last, the last event like that was in February, 2020. So it was so beautiful to have a room filled with people um, again and be like, two hours of sound in all its in all its forms shapes and oh it was it was divine really and it just reminded me how beautiful it is to have it to experience it in person to mm -hmm. experience it in person um absolutely yeah that sounds beautiful two hours i've never done a sound bath that long <laughs> try it if you have a chance <laughs> try it <laughs> Also with the in-person, something that I really like is when the facilitator has an instrument that they get to walk around with. I feel like it kind of plays with your awareness of the space you're in. Mm -hmm. When you hear the Absolutely. sound like coming from over there and then it's moving and then it's like right next to your ear. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. Like your, your concept of like time and space is something different. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's something else. Um, absolutely. Yeah, I love that you mentioned that. But so you've also had your experience with in-person sound, right? Have you had your experience with like sound recordings as well? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually have some YouTube like sound baths that I like to listen to. Hmm. And what's your experience? What do you think like in person or? I think they're much better in person. Like the, the recordings help. Uh, I would say maybe the recordings help because I have experience already with them in person. Mm -hmm. um, but the in-person, I feel like you feel it more in your body. Like my very first sound bath, I remember it just like feeling good on my body. Like I mm -hmm. felt like I had goosebumps all over, felt like a, a cellular massage almost. <laughs> Yeah. I love that. A cellular shower, cellular massage. Mm -hmm. I love it. And, and you, you can, when you're in person, you don't only hear the sound, you feel it. Yeah. Like you feel the vibrations. Like this past weekend on Saturday, I was in a Kundalini class and the instructor did a little like mini sound session at the end. And when she was playing the crystal, it felt like the sound was right here by my ear, but then like going like this and like that. Mm -hmm. Like I could feel it moving around the crown of my head. I don't know if it was the crown chakra bowl that she was using. I have no idea. And um, there's also this other instrument that I liked at this sound bath place. I like to go to not too far from me where she has all these like shells on a kind of like on a belt and she like moves <laughs> it and all the shells move. And what it sounds like, it sounds like water rush rushing through like a bunch of rocks mm, so yeah. it makes me think of the ocean or like a yeah like a river or something and that's very calming and that just I haven't found that recorded I don't know if that would be as 
profound yeah. if it was recorded. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's beautiful. Like there's so many beautiful different sounds that, like you said, they bring up different, you know, thoughts and emotions and memories also. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is something that I always saw, always share with, with, um, anyone like joining a sound bath, especially with the gongs, they can be quite intense. Um, and they can also bring up something that doesn't feel as pleasant. That doesn't make you think of mm. the ocean that, you know, leaves you maybe in a moment of intensity. Um, There might be some discomfort coming up. And again, the invitation can can I can I be with that? Can I not judge it? Can I not just go there for like, I'm going to be in this blissful state of deep rest and relaxation feel so nourished. But maybe there's something else here for me. And it was one of my teachers who says like, well, the gongs always show you what you need to see. Mm. It will always bring you what you need. And sometimes what you need is to take a look at your shit. (laughs) Okay, this is there, the discomfort. If I've been pushing it away, I've been avoiding it. I've labeled it as inconvenient. And in that moment, when you're in a sand bath, it it can come up because that's the time that you give yourself to to be present, Mm -hmm. to, to, to notice all that is there, to notice all that is alive within you. And sometimes in order for us to open ourselves up to that joy and deep rest and relaxation and you know the beautiful stuff sometimes we first need to be like okay wow this is intense okay what's this Mm -hmm. Can, can can i stay here can i can i allow myself to feel that to move through that and not push it away not close my heart not close off but can i can i witness myself in this and that's why you see it's like there's so many beautiful connections between like a, a simple sound bath and how you move through life, how you navigate your own inner relationship, that sense of inner intimacy. Um, and that's that's why I like to to bring it in in my, in my work with coaching as well, um, because it, it, it can teach us so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also for me and um, people that I've seen in group sound baths I've gone to, just so anyone listening knows crying is very normal when you're in a sound bath even if it's just I've even had moments where I didn't really know I was crying my eyes were just like leaking yeah 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 oh yeah it like definitely releases a lot yeah absolutely absolutely and it does it in such a gentle way it does it in such Mm. a soft way which is um I believe so beautiful, especially for those of us who are like, okay, wow, there might be a lot of stuff going on inside of me. And I'm not sure I'm ready to be with anger. I'm not sure I'm ready to be with all that is going on. Um, Mm -hmm. Sound, sound like guides you into, you know, experiencing the emotions, the energy um, in such a gentle and loving way, which is why I love sharing sound, which is why I love working with sound because um, mm-hmm. it, it, it holds you, it contains you in such a sweet and loving way. I love how this conversation got to talking about sound. <laughs> we, didn't, yeah. we didn't plan it. I love that. <laughs> I just had, I just had, it just came up, it just happened. <laughs> yeah. It's also very fascinating. I'm very fascinated by it too, but yeah. I have some like rapid questions I like to ask towards the end. 
And then we'll dive into how people can find you online and learn about working with you. Okay, perfect. Okay, first question is, what does self-love mean to you? Oh, I love it. Self-love means being all that you are, the full spectrum, the comfortable, the uncomfortable, the pleasant, the unpleasant. Self-love means true inner intimacy. Mm. And then finish this phrase, the way to my heart is. The way to my heart is, oh my God, I love it. The way <laughs> to my heart is stillness and slowing down. Mm. My heart is tender and gentle and I got to make sure that I take the time to listen. Mm. So. And then when do you feel most alive? When do I feel most alive? Probably hiking a mountain, being, being by the ocean, being in nature, feeling so small and complete awe with the natural beauty of this planet. And yeah, when I think of the moments where I felt like most alive, it was just now skiing in Lapland. It was hiking Table Mountain. It was like, <laughs> yeah these things, nature, 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 nature. Yeah. I love that. And then last question, what is your favorite part about being a woman? Oh, <laughs> my favorite part of being a woman is that we get to be all of it. We get to be the soft and tender, but we also get to be like the lioness. We get to be the sensual, the beautiful, but we also get to be the messy and the chaotic one. We get to be all of it. And I, I love it. I love that there is so much to us that we're not, when, when, we're not to put in a box. It's impossible to put a woman in a box. It's impossible. And that's what I love about it. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> and now where can people listening find out more about you and find out how they can work with you? So that thing called Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you can definitely find me on Instagram. I'm sure you can put in the handle in the in the um, in the podcast show notes. Show notes. That's what it's called. Thank <laughs> you. In the show notes. But yeah, Sabrina Patricia um, SP, definitely on on Instagram. But then also my website, SabrinaPatricia.com. Um, there is where I share a lot about yoga and sound, but also around my work um, coaching and um, yeah. That's, that's, I guess, the two places to, to reach out. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Sabrina, for being on the podcast today. It was a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I, ha I had a fantastic time. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Openly Spoken. I know that there's an abundance of content online, so I really appreciate you giving me your ears today. If this episode shifted something for you, please share this with a friend and slash or write us a podcast review if you're listening to this on iTunes so that more people can find this. If anything shifted for you from this episode that you want to have a conversation about, 
I would love to hear from you. Just send me a DM over on Instagram at selfexpressedbabe, and that is in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.